0: finite the word means to have limits or or boundaries and most everything we know about has limits and boundaries we live in a a finite world we we recognize that our lifespan is finite we have a we have birth and we have death you know that your bank account has limits or at least i hope you do because if you keep spending money it'll run out the universe, as expansive as the universe is, well, it had a beginning and it'll have an end. And we've certainly discovered the finite nature of toilet paper lately, haven't we? Absolutely. Well, we have been in a series called How Firm a Foundation, and for the last few weeks, we've been allowing God to introduce Himself to us through Scripture. And today we want to continue that. And what we'd like to consider together this morning is that we've talked about things that are finite, right? God, however, is infinite. He has no limits. He has no boundaries. And we're going to discover the incredible nature of that and what it can mean for us. Would you join your hearts with me in prayer? Lord God, thank you so much that even though you are the awesome, almighty, transcendent God, you come to us, you speak to us, you commune with us, you invite us into your presence. And so, Lord, if there's anything in our lives that hinders that nearness to you, it may be unconfessed sins, it may be shattered relationships, it may be harboring anger or bitterness... God, would you expose that to us right now so that we can deal with it and come to you with with clean, open hands to receive what it is that you have for us today. We thank you for the cleansing that we have from Jesus. We thank you for the comfort that we have in the Holy Spirit. And we thank you, God, that you today want to speak truth to our lives. Lord, may it change us. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. All right, so you and I were made in the image of God. We, we see that right there in Genesis. You and I were made in the, the image and the, the likeness of God. And that, that's good because that means in many ways we are like God. But God is so unlike us. God is transcendent. God is far, far, far above us God is, is, well, let's put it this way. You and I are finite, right? Beginning, end, limits, boundaries. But God is infinite. That's just one of the many ways that he is so different from us. The prophet Isaiah wrote in, in Isaiah 55, 9, For as high as the heavens are than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Psalm seventy-one, nineteen says, Your righteousness, O God, reaches the high heavens. You who have done great things, O God. Who is like you? And then Micah, the prophet, goes with the same question. Who is a God like you, he says, pardoning iniquity and passing over transgressions for the remnant of his inheritance? He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in steadfast love. Who is like God? Scripture answers that question, asks it, and answers it numerous times, and the answer is always the same. Nobody. There's no one who is like God Nobody. There's no one who can be like God. He is eternal. He is perfect. He is righteous. He is holy. He is glorious. He is God. And even though we carry His image and likeness in us, He is far, 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 far above us. God is an infinite God today we're going to try to wrap our minds around that just a little bit it's a it's a huge concept absolutely and there's no way that that uh, we can grasp it fully but we want to give it a good shot today and and in order to do that i'd like us to focus on three aspects of this infinite nature of god the first is god's omnipresence the second is god's omniscience and the third is is God's omnipotence. Now, those are big dime store words. You know, those, those, you may know what they mean. There may be many of you who do not know what they mean. So let me give you kind of a, a quick layman's dictionary of these terms. First of all, God's omnipresence. It means simply that God is everywhere. God's omniscience. God knows everything. God's omnipotence. God is all powerful now let's break those down a little bit spend a little time with those terms to help us to understand our God a little bit more and the first is that God is omnipresent God is omnipresent he is everywhere now we spent some time talking about this if you'll remember back a few weeks as we talked about God as spirit we talked about his um, his ability to be everywhere uh, in fact God is everywhere all at once without diminishing himself in the slightest way. In other words, so God is here with me today 100%. He's where you are today 100%. But he's also with my friend Dave in Zambia 100%. He's with my friend Eric in Kenya 100%. He's with my friend Moses in India 100%. God can be everywhere with everyone all at once. And he doesn't to water himself down. He didn't have to divide himself into pieces because God is everywhere. That's what it means that God is omnipresent. He is everywhere. What does Scripture say about that? Well, King Solomon acknowledged this. Heaven and highest heaven cannot contain you. In other words, God, I can't build a, a box. I can't build a building big enough that it would contain you, because uh, the whole universe could not contain you. Uh, King David asked, where shall I go from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? And he rightly concluded, there's nowhere I can go. There's nowhere I can go and get away from your presence. There's nowhere, nowhere I could run and hide where you wouldn't already be. And so what we're seeing here is that God is omnipresent. God is everywhere. And the fact that God is everywhere means that you can pray with great confidence. No matter where you are, no matter what the circumstances of your life are, you can pray with great confidence. I've had the opportunity to, to visit a uh, 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 prison and, and, of course, here locally, the, the Green County Jail. And, and what I've discovered is when we can go in there and we can pray and God is there. He was there before that prisoner ever got arrested. He's going to be there when that prisoner's released, but he's also going to be with that prisoner because God is everywhere all at once, which gives us great confidence in our prayer life. There's never a time that we're going to get a closed sign from God or never get a will never be a time where God will be back in 30 minutes. That's not going to happen with God. He's everywhere all at once, all the time. It also means we can live with great confidence. No matter it is where we are in life, we have the assurance that God is with us. He won't leave us. He won't turn his back on us. He won't forsake us. God is omnipresent. That's what it means, and that's what it means for us. Now listen, let's take the next one. God is omniscient. Omniscient comes from a couple of words, meaning all and knowledge. That means you can say without any sarcasm at all, God is a know-it-all. Because he is. You say it about somebody else, you're being sarcastic. You say it about God, you're acknowledging a biblical truth. God is a know-it-all. He knows everything. Even more, God knows everything. Past, present, and future. Now, that's kind of mind-blowing, isn't it? It's big enough that God knows everything, but that God would know everything across the entire time stream, past, present, future. God knows it all. And even more than that, he doesn't just know facts and figures like from a history book. God knows your thoughts he knows your motivation. He's never shocked by the circumstances of life. He's never shocked by the decisions you make. Now, he may be grieved over a decision that you make, but he's never surprised by it. A.W. Tozer, one of my favorite writers, and, and one of the first books that I picked up as a Christian that left an indelible mark on me, I'd encourage you to pick it up if you don't already have it. it, is called The Pursuit of God. And here's what he said. He is omniscient, talking about God, he is omniscient, which means that he knows in one free and effortless act, all matter, all spirit, all relationships, all events. Now, it may not be true for you, but for me, sometimes I have a hard time coming up with information. I know it's in there somewhere, right? Uh, Maybe it's a person, I've known him a long time, and um, I see him coming. And I'm thinking, what is that person's name? I, I should know their name. I've known them forever. What is their name? And if you're like me, you may start going through the alphabet. A, B, C, 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 is that it, C? And, and start going through the alphabet. Sometimes you have to do it a couple of times. And you're just hoping that you get through the alphabet and find the name before they get to you. God's never liked that. Not at all. He doesn't have that memory. Lapse. God is omniscient he knows all things and he knows all things perfectly takes no effort for him at all just as A.W. Tozer said hey let's look here in Isaiah chapter 46 a couple of verses to read here it says for I am God and there is no other I am God and there is none like me declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times things not yet done saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will accomplish my purpose. And then in, in Psalm 147, we read, Great is our Lord, and abundant in power. His understanding is beyond measure. And then Paul would write in, in, in Romans, Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God! How unsearchable are His judgments, and how inscrutable His ways! To know that God is is omniscient, knowing everything. Well, what does that mean for us? Okay, if we acknowledge, okay, God, you know everything. But what does that mean for us? It means that nothing in our lives ever escapes his notice. Jesus said that that God, God knows even when a sparrow falls from the air. He knows how many hairs are on our head. Again, easier to count for some than others. He knows every detail. There's nothing about our lives that escapes his notice wow that's impressive he hears our quietest prayer even if it never even leaves our lips god hears that prayer he he he's able to to see us and to to probe into the the darkest of places we can't hide in the shadows we can't hide in the dark and god not know what's going on he knows our deepest fears he knows our highest hopes and dreams he even knows the motivation behind the things that we say and the things that we do God knows all that about us and listen he still loves us God knows all that about you and he still loves you he receives us just as we are but listen he doesn't want to leave us that way He's got something better and richer and fuller and more meaningful in store for us. He wants us to live in a growing relationship with him. This God knows our hearts, and he's waiting for us to turn our hearts back to him. We can hide none of our sin, listen. We can hide none of our sorrow. And the good news is God can forgive that sin. God can heal that sorrow what about the third characteristic God is omnipotent well omnipresence we said means that God is everywhere and omniscient means that that God knows everything omnipotent means God is all powerful he is almighty as a as a preteen I read a lot of comic books I worked in a grocery store and we had a a spinning rack and they would come every week and put new comic books out and some of those I would buy some of those uh, I would just kind of you know low time I might sit back and read until a customer came up and needed their groceries bagged But like many other people who read or read comic books, I always wanted to be like those heroes. I wanted to to be able to fly. I wanted bullets to just bounce off my chest. I wanted to be able to to move so fast that I was nothing but a blur. I wanted to be able to pound mountains into dust with my bare fist. Well, I guess I wanted to be Superman. But even Superman has his limits. Even Superman has his weaknesses no such thing with God God's way greater than Superman no weaknesses no limits on God Jeremiah chapter 32 verse 17 he says "Ah, Lord God behold you've made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm there is nothing too hard for you Jesus told his disciples With God, all things are possible. And in Psalm 115, we read, But our God is in heaven. He does whatever he pleases. People have tried to create little conundrums to try to, um, I guess, trap Christians, throw a little shade on God being able to do anything. And and they may pose questions like this. You You may have been asked one of these, or maybe you've asked someone else. You know, if God can do anything, can he lie? If God is, is all-powerful, then uh, could he build a rock so heavy that not even he could lift it? Could God create a square circle? Okay, here's the deal. The point of anyone asking those questions is not really that they want an answer, they're just trying to trip you up they just they're trying to to get you to either say yes or no and so it's kind of a a verbal trap here's the problem with that the problem is that God is not flawed the question itself is flawed God is God's not a circus act God's not a magician. He's not trying to entertain us with his power, put on some show before us. He's not trying to satisfy our curiosity. He's trying to satisfy our deepest need. His desire is not to entertain us. His desire is to save us. And any God who is powerful enough to create this universe and hold it together is powerful enough to save you and keep you for eternity. So let's see if we can summarize this, pull it all together. God's omnipresence means that He is there when you need Him. And and listen, He's there on those days even when you don't think you need Him he's still there he's accessible he is ready now even this moment to reveal himself his will and his ways to you the fact that he's omnipresent means he hears your prayers you're never simply talking to the ceiling he is with you when you're on the highest mountain he's with you when you're in the the lowest valley he is with you in your your greatest victories he is with you in your most tragic defeats he is with you what does it mean God's omniscience well that means that he knows everything about you and he still loves you there's nothing that you can hide from him and nothing you have to boy isn't that a life-changing thought There's nothing I need to hide from God about my life. There's nothing I need to to put under the mattress. There's nothing I need to shove in the closet. There's nothing I need to stick in a drawer. There's nothing I need to put in an encrypted file on my computer. God knows it already. I don't need to hide it from Him. In fact, He wants me to bring it all out before Him. He wants us to clean up the junk in our lives, not hide it from Him. We're not fooling Him. We're not tricking Him. He already knows. You need not fear the future because his omniscience means he holds the future in the palm of his hand. What about his omnipotence? Well, God's omnipotence means his power is without limit. No limit at all. Nothing is too hard for God. And that can bring us incredible comfort because in times when we're, when we're weak, when we're broken, when we've been shattered by life, we know that God's grace is sufficient for His power is made perfect in what? In weakness. Did you get that? His power is made perfect in weakness. God's power and your weakness is enough whereas your power may not be enough at all it also means that if god is calling you to some task if if he has a calling on your life some ministry he's calling you to you can be assured that god is powerful enough to equip you prepare you enable you for anything that he is calling you to You know, it's a scary thing, and we're not just talking about people who preach or people who go into ministry or people who sing in the choir, whatever it might be. We're not just talking about those people, the calling in their lives. Listen, if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, God has a calling on your life. And sometimes that calling is a little scary when he's nudging you to share your faith with someone, to share your resources with someone, to share your heart with someone. When God's calling you to, to go across the street or to go to another country, Regardless of all that, you need to understand that God can enable you to do what he calls you to do. God is an infinite God. Omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent. But even though he's an infinite God, that doesn't mean he's in any way disinterested or indifferent toward you god is infinite but you matter to him god is infinite but you you matter to him would you join your hearts with me in prayer heavenly father we come now in this moment and and lord i I thank you for revealing this to us today. It's, it's always been out there in front of us, but for pulling all this together to reveal yourself as an infinite God who knows everything, who's everywhere all at once, and who has all sufficient power for whatever need comes up. You never lack anything. We need that, God. We need you. Lord, the struggles in our lives, the challenges that we face, the mountains that we climb, the the dark valleys that we walk through. God, we need you. We don't need the weak idea of a God. We don't need a God we can stick in our pocket or we can contain in a building. You, God, we need you. We need a God who is big enough and strong enough and wise enough to guide us through every part of life. We need a God we can trust, a God we can count on in this life and into eternity. We need you. And Father, I pray today for those who are struggling with a decision they may have in their heart and in their lives. That they have never surrendered their lives to you by trusting in your son Jesus Christ. And Lord, I pray that this very day, by the power of your spirit, you would break through whatever walls, whatever barriers, whatever restrictions are there that hold that person back. And that he or she would come running to you. Lord, I don't care if they got tears in their eyes or not. What I care about, Lord, is if they're coming to you with their whole heart to say, I am lost, I am struggling, I am hurting, I need you, God. And because I need you, I receive your son Jesus into my life as Savior and Lord to save me, to make me new, to give me a home in heaven, and to be with me every moment of my life, no matter what I'm going through. Lord, I pray that you will save souls today by your word and by your spirit. And Lord, I pray for those of us who have walked with you for a while. We know you. And yet we too often begin to minimize you, doubt you, question you, shove you aside and go live our own lives and our own strength and our own wisdom. Lord, I pray that today for us, you would remind us once again that we'd be nothing without you. But in you, we lack nothing. And Lord, we want to come today and, and renew our heart, renew our commitment to you. We want to acknowledge who you are. We want to put you back on the throne. We want to let you be Lord. Let you be that infinite God that you are. And so, Lord, we come to say today, knowing who you are, knowing all you've done, and knowing ourselves, we trust you. And we want to put our lives squarely in your hands. Lord, I pray that today you would do your incredible, powerful work by by your Holy Spirit, through your word, to lead us to your Son, to follow him the rest of our lives. For we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, before you cut it off, let me remind you, if you need to let us know about some decision you've made or some struggle that's going on in your life, would you please take a, a moment to send us an email to mynextsteps at gracefellowship.ws. If you'll send us an email, we'll follow up with you to try to encourage you as best as we can. If you are making some decision today or, or you want to talk to someone about Jesus, if you'll send a message to the text number right there on your screen, just that phone number, if you'll send a text message that says Jesus, we'll follow up with you on that as well. Because we want to hear about it. We want to celebrate with you. We want to encourage you. And we want to help you as you follow Jesus Christ. We love you. We look forward to seeing you. And uh, may God bless you and reveal himself to you more and more with each passing day this week. Here is the My Next Steps information referred to in today's message. The email is mynextsteps at gracefellowship.com. .ws. To text information, text the word Jesus to 706-703-4477. Someone will be in contact with you shortly. Thanks again and God bless.